You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hello, everybody. Good morning. If you're listening in the morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're jumping in, we are so excited. We are going Old Testament today in the podcast. We're going Zechariah, second chapter. It's going to be awesome. If you're new to the podcast, if you're new to the radio, however however the program, however you're finding the program, let me break it down for you. Morning Breath, this is what we do. First, I'm Pastor David. I'm a regular on Thursdays here. Usually it's myself and Pastor Dan. It's always a pastor and a co-host. What we do is the night before we read the chapter of scripture and then we read it again in the morning. We head to our Merritt Island location. We throw these nifty headsets on and get in front of these microphones and we talk about what God breathed on our hearts and we just share it in these moments. And it's great for a a devotion. It's great for a Bible study. It's great for a group study, whatever you guys want to do with it. So it's just here to help you guys on your journey and a better understanding of the Bible. Today, I am literally with the beautiful, the lovely, my favorite person in the whole world, my bride, Nancy Gammon. How are you doing, baby? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I mean, we got Zachariah too. Yeah. That's that's going to be, it did a lot of good stuff. I'll tell you what, Will you tell people the, how they can jump in, how they can follow along, how they can find really anything East Coast? Yeah, we have an East Coast app. So on your smart device, your phone, um, you can download our East Coast app. You can go to our website, eccc.us. That's three C's. Um, and you can find every single thing that you need to know. You can also call our front desk at 321-452-1060. And we will get your email address and we will email you all the information that you need to know about the morning breath program and everything else east coast christian center related oh also we have a facebook instagram and a youtube channel yep we got good stuff going out good content edifying uplifting if you want to know anything about the events we have going on or small groups go to our events page go to our website check that out we got a lot of things that are happening here at east coast i know that the christmas season can seem really busy but this is a great opportunity and one of the best opportunities to get friends and family to church is invite them out to a Christmas Eve service. Yeah. And that's where you can find our times. And if you don't know the locations, if you don't know that we are a life-giving church that lasts, that we're one church in multiple locations, go to the website and check out all the different locations we have and the Christmas Eve services that we're having on this Christmas Eve, which will, yeah. like last year, be December 24th. Yes, so. <laughs> same day every year. We have services on the 23rd, though. So the we 23rd do. and 24th. So you want to check that out. Good call. We do have Christmas Eve Eve services. Yes. So we have 13 verses in this chapter here. A lot of good stuff from the prophet Zechariah. And um, what do you say, babe? Oh, I'll take over at verse 8 and read through the end. Okay, that sounds good. What translation are you reading? I am reading from the New King James Version. Okay, and I am reading from the NLT, the New Living Translation. All right, without further ado, uh, ma'am, I say, I say to you, read, ma'am. Then I raised my eyes and looked, and behold, a man with a measuring line in his hand. So I said, where are you going? And he said to me, to measure Jerusalem, to see what is its width and what is its length. And there was the angel who talked with me going out, and another angel was coming out to meet him. Who said to him, Run, speak to this young man, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls because of the multitude of men and livestock in it. For I, says the Lord, will be a wall of fire all around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. Up, up, flee from the land of the north, says the Lord, for I have spread you abroad like 
the four winds of heaven, says the Lord. Up, Zion, escape, you who dwell with the daughter of Babylon. I will, no, here it is. After a period of glory, the Lord of heaven's armies sent me against the nations who plundered you. For he said, anyone who harms you harms my most precious possession. I will raise my fist to crush them and their own slaves will plunder them. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. The Lord says, shout and rejoice, O beautiful Jerusalem, for I am coming to live among you. Many nations will join themselves to the Lord on that day, and they too will be my people. I will live among you, and you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies sent me to you. The land of Judah will be the Lord's special possession in the Holy Land, and he will once again choose Jerusalem to be his own city. Be silent before the Lord. All humanity, for he is springing into action from his holy dwelling. Amen. Man, there's a lot. This is like, how do I put this? I'll have to put this in the clearest way I can possible. This is like watching Star Wars Episode One, and you are kind of seeing the puzzle pieces now aligning up for the the rise of Darth Vader. But in our essence here, in our story, it's not Darth Vader. You're seeing the puzzle pieces coming together for the New Testament, all right? Yeah. He's saying here, listen, Jerusalem, it's been devastated. Babylon and Assyria came and destroyed it. But guess what? It's coming back. This guy's going off to go measure it. But this, remember now, this is a, a vision. This is a dream yeah. and, a, and a vision. So that has a meaning. He's trying to say, hey, listen, because you could count the people in captivity. You could take a census. You could take a number. God's never been big on taking a census, okay? What he then says is, wait, 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 wait. What's going to happen to Jerusalem? What's coming? What the future is? You're not going to be able to measure that. That's mm. going to be incredible. That's yeah. going to be blessed. Just to hear that Jerusalem was coming back should have been a huge deal. But not just to hear it would be rebuilt, but that it would be so blessed and abundant. And this is a clear picture of the favor and the blessing that we will receive as God's people. Because Jerusalem is God's city where God's people dwell. He is, and like he would say here, my most precious possession that's so important that that we connect that dot here in the old testament because if you worship a god that is different in the old testament than he is in the new testament then you don't have a clear and accurate depiction of god yeah that's right because he's right? the same yesterday today and forever exactly. he had a plan for mercy and grace and to bless and peace for you in the book of zechariah right here for yeah. you to walk in and th and there's there's a bunch more too nancy um when you're looking over what what did you like what jumps out of your heart um i really love the overall theme of like even when we turn away from god he's still chasing after us oh come on and so this this is taking place uh when jerusalem or israel had gone into like exile but now they are out so they're no longer slaves of Egypt. And they had they had turned, not only were they in with issues with Egypt, but they also um, were, they had made choices of their own that were bad, you know, like not following after God and stuff in their ways. And so, but God says, hey, that doesn't matter. Like, I'm still chasing after you. And just like you said, the God of the Old Testament, it's the same God. He was, he said, you are my people and you will be forever. 
and it didn't matter what they did he kept making ways for them mm-hmm. you know it's like sometimes we get frustrated in our culture it's like everybody gets a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance but really god's like that with us mm-hmm. he is he's given us the ultimate chance with jesus but in this case this is before jesus um, this- he's still running after them i love verse eight in my version it says for he who touches you touches the apple of his eye what what does it say in verse Mine eight says, the most precious possession most precious that's so precious i love that i love both of those things i really do too I love the correlation here because Nancy can tell you even behind the scenes as we're at our house and we're talking. Um, I love uh, table table throwing Jesus. I love aggressive Jesus. I love it's fourth and one. Let's punch the ball in the end zone, Jesus. That's my Jesus. I love him. Okay. I love King Jesus. I love here that we get to see that in this because he's like, listen, these nations that have come against you, I am going to crush them. I am going to destroy them. I'm going to wipe them out. The trap we can fall in by hearing this mindset is that you might think that X of yours, that mean boss of yours, that person, that coworker, that family member that you don't like, even if they're an atheist and they're mean to you or they're whatever stereotype you want to put on them. All right. Um, You might think that that is what God's saying about those people or that person um, because of what they've done. And I want to say that that's not what God's saying, but what God's saying is actually way better than that. And what he's saying is this in Ephesians 6, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities and dark places. He is saying that every power and principality that's calling evil in this world, that he has the ability and can crush and can wipe it out. That he is the ultimate authority, that no power that is of darkness can stand against his hand and the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of light. So when you look at it from that mindset, instead of our God is going to hurt people, instead he's going to hurt principalities and powers of dark places because that is what is actually holding those people captive. That's right. That is the real enemy. Yeah. And we need to look at that stuff and say, oh, no, no, no. I am the apple of his eye, his most precious possession. Right. Yes. You, you spirit world, you spirit of darkness. No, no, no. My God is going to wipe you out. For what right. you're doing here. Well, verse 11 says, Many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, So He and they shall become my people. So that verse right there should encourage you that if you're praying for somebody in your family to come to know God, that there's a promise right there for you. They will come to know him. Keep praying for them. And that's, man, I love that you pointed that because yeah. that's, that is a promise, but it's also deeper than a promise. That is the continuation of the Abrahamic covenant that was established when he said look at the sand look at the stars you'll be the father of many Many nations nations. all right and what do we what do we what do we cling to jesus with what do we cling to the father with with our faith abraham is what the father of faith you see that is how jesus is able through this new covenant to be able to be this god who will walk amongst them okay in jerusalem but not from Jerusalem. Right. Because he was from Bethlehem. But where did he choose to, to have his moment of Jerusalem? He chose to have his moment in Jerusalem that will be forever etched on every Christian church's walls and steeple. He chose to have it. He chose to have his crucifixion in Jerusalem. Wow. All right. Yeah. His greatest sacrifice was our greatest victory. Yeah. And it was experienced in Jerusalem. 
That's really good. And that is why when we look at this and he's saying, listen, I will walk amongst you and you will be my people and I will take care of you. I love how he pictures, puts the picture of the wall of fire around him. Right. Stuff to, that is a picture of the Holy Spirit working in unison with the word becoming flesh. Remember how John says that if my word abides in you, you abide in me. I abide in the Father. That is the that is the unity of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and mankind. Kind. That's looking really good. when you look at this here it's such a such a good that you are meant to walk in unity and agreement with the very creator of the universe and you feel like maybe your problems might be small but they're not small yeah. they are not small to god That's they right. are actually just another thing we have we have four kids. Yeah. And it's fun because we get to watch how they each develop differently. Yeah. And, you know, well, um, yeah. One thing about this is kind of a tangent, but one thing that I love about this book, Zechariah, <coughs> is that it starts off with him talking all about his dreams. And I want to encourage you and, and let you know God still speaks to people through dreams. And so if you're having dreams that you feel like they mean something, talk to somebody about it. And, you know, it, it really could mean something. And speaking of our four kids, they'll every morning, really good, the they'll wake up and they'll say to me, oh, mom, I had this weird dream. And, you know, I am often tempted because my mom did this to me sometimes. And now that I'm a mom, I kind of can relate with her because at the time I didn't understand it. But I, I sometimes am tempted to be like, oh, Lord, I got to sit here and listen to this weird dream. Like, this, you know, in my head, I'm thinking this is so dumb, you know. But then I'm like, no, I remember, hey, God speaks to people in dreams, and I want to encourage my kids to seek that out in their own dreams. You know, like, well, what could that mean? So I'll sit and listen, and sometimes it's nonsense, but sometimes we talk about how their dream might have meant something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right now while they're little, they have fear that comes out in their dreams, you know, um, sometimes. And we, we sit and talk about, hey, yesterday something scary happened to us when we were awake. So maybe that's why you had that dream when you were sleeping. So I also want to encourage you guys that if you're having bad dreams, if they're they're leaving you filled with fear when you wake up, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what you're taking into your mind and into your heart when you're awake. Because that really does affect. And I know right now there's a real big trend in our culture to watch movies and videos and um, television shows that are scary. And I want to encourage you if, you, if you watch a lot of that kind of stuff, you're not, you're putting evil into your heart continually. And that will affect you hearing from God. It will affect you being able to um, just really bask in his presence. Like it, it he's not going to, um, well, maybe backtrack a little bit. I'm not going to say he's not going to speak to you because he's always speaking to you. But I just want to say, I want to encourage you, maybe back off of the fear related things and, you know, dive more into the word because you can find some pretty cool things right in the Bible and, um, fill your heart up with his word and see what and ask him if you want to have visions from god ask god he says that when we ask him for things he gives them out to us liberally mm -hmm. so ask the lord to sh give you visions he will he will and when it comes to when it comes to dreams when it comes to uh things of the spiritual nature prophecy and different stuff that we we receive these things so that the kingdom can advance yeah. All right. Right. Exactly. And when someone comes to me and they're like, Pastor or Dad, I, I had this dream 
and they're looking for some form of interpretation. What I'm really listening for one is the Holy Spirit to show me how the kingdom is advancing in this area right? and what he's trying to do because it's exhortation and edification um, and exaltation of why we receive the prophetic words as New Testament believers. And I believe it goes the same for dreams as well. So if you are getting like night terrors, if you are getting different stuff like that, then that is not of the kingdom of God. Nancy said some really good, really good stuff of of garbage in, garbage out. And guess what? While it's in, it's going to be running around your brain and you're going to see it. But also pray in the spirit. All right. And before you go to bed, pray and say, Lord, ask. I, I just ask your angels to be encamped around me that any anything that's trying to mess with me can't mess with me. That's right. Psalms 91. Yeah, take, take, the battle to, take the battle to them and say, no, you go on the offensive. Yeah. And you say, no, I'm going to lay down and I'm going to. The Bible talks a lot. King David and the psalmist wrote a lot about their sleep life. They did. Right? Yep, he did. And yep. so you are not a victim to um, your sleep. You actually can have victory through Jesus Christ in your sleep, in your rest, and the peace that you have for sure. Uh, Another big thing I want to point out here is that it says the land of Judah will be the Lord's special possession in the holy land. And And he will once again choose Jerusalem to be his own city. And now that there is a tie in. We have Christmas around the corner to the lineage of Jesus Christ. Why? Yep. From Judah. All right. right? His heritage yep. comes in from Judah. Wow. But also not just that. The land of Judah will be the Lord's special possession. Another reason is because Judah was the tribe of praise. And it we're told wow. in the New yeah. Testament, we are told to get rid of that the garment of heaviness, put on a spirit of praise. praise yeah. All right. And when we walk in this world, what the what the actually that might not be the new testament that verse but we'll we'll look it up later um what what we often try to get put on us of that spirit of heaviness which actually means a dullness or a drag or a lull is like almost what i would like to say what we call depression today wow all right and if you were going to combat that what you need to do is praise praise is what praise is in motion praise is you activating praise is you uh lifting up your and saying you know what i'm not gonna be a slave to how i feel in the moment notice i'm not saying you don't feel that way that's right what i'm saying is how you feel isn't in command of who you are that's good and that is why praise is so important that's why judah is so important because the bible says that god inhabits the praises of his people he'll also say that your your yoke and burden is heavy heavy lull all right his is light that's why he's saying this exchange for heaviness is activated for through praise. Mm, that's so good. All right. It's through praise. Yes. And however that looks for you, yeah. go for a walk, throw your headset on, and just start thanking God. Get to the gym. Even this. Some people might do this. I wouldn't do this. Some people might do this. Nancy, you would do this. Start cleaning your house. Yeah, amen. Put some praise worship. Jesus. Put some worship Love a clean house. As tired Too as you And then I'll, I'll show up here <laughs> in a second, and Nancy, you'd be ready to jump in. But there's also something psychologically called the depression loop. This is how good our God is. The depression loop is because you're tired, you don't do something. You're tired mm. because you're depressed. Right. All right? So then you stay in bed right. or you lay on the couch it or you binge watch TV. Going Therefore, up. 
physiologically, your body says, I do not need to generate energy. Therefore, you've looped back around to, I do not have the energy to Mm -hmm. go do this. But when you put on the garment of praise, Mm -hmm. you break that loop. So there is a book by Andrew Womack. You can look this up. It's called uh, Depression, the Self... Hold on. Let me get this right. It's like the root of... Selfishness. Yeah, the root of selfishness. And it's like, it's really like almost offensive to a depressed person like if you if you read the cover you're like wow this is rude like you know i'm feeling this you know it's real but let me tell you when you realize how depression the root of depression is self-focus it will give you freedom like you have never imagined and i will say that i shared a complaint with a friend once and i was telling him about you know or my husband actually was the one telling him this but he's telling him my husband's friend he was telling him about an issue that we're having in our life and you know what he told us he said you're ungrateful and it was like wow it it was such a perspective that david and i never would have had because it's like man we have this great we have a great marriage we have four healthy children we have a family we belong to a church that we love and all this and yet we're so focused on this one problem that it is a little bit ungratefulness you know and it's like wow god's so good that that perspective freed us so much to think Wow, if we just, so I want to encourage you, the reason why I'm telling you this story is because I want to encourage you to look at whatever in your life, and it may be multiple things, but look at whatever in your life is weighing you down and making you feel like, oh, this thing is just heavy and hard and I hate it. Try to shift your focus onto what in your life you do love and what in your life you are thankful for. Because you know what? You woke up this morning. That's something to give praise for. Come on. Come on, that's really good. And um, I want to share this before we go to a break. It says at verse 6, The Lord says, Come away, flee from Babylon in the land of the north, for I have scattered you to the four winds. Sometimes you feel scattered. Sometimes you feel like you don't know the direction to go. Um, and God's leading you, speaking to you. You think, you you don't know. It's hard to say sometimes. Is that just your emotions? Are you just getting caught up in something? Or is that like God leading you? But look what he says. The Lord says, come away. Flee from Babylon in the land of the north. He's saying, he's saying, make a move. You know I'm doing something. You Listen, you know I've, I've, I've set you free. It's time for you to separate from that old lifestyle. It's time for you to flee. The, uh, the word flee jumped out at me because this is this is just for somebody out there. When you see this used again strongly, you see it used by Paul, and he uses it for sexual immorality. So anybody right now that's struggling with sexual immorality, whether it's websites or um, an emotional connection or anything that is what that is, you are not meant to compromise. You are meant to flee. Mm, All right. You are meant to get out of there. You are not not meant to foster that relationship. You are not meant to um, make deals and negotiate and think you can control a flame and a fire that is devouring you. You are meant to flee. That's good. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, we're going to head to a break. We'll be right back in just a moment. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, here we go. Final thoughts for this is actually going to be the final final scripture of the chapter. It says, Be silent before the Lord, all humanity, for he is springing into action from his holy dwelling. I love that the prophet says, be silent before the Lord, all humanity. We often think that we need to go to God with our plan, mm. that, that we get peace because we can pray our plan to God. No, 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 no. You're going to go before the Lord. There needs a part to be a part of you and a moment from you, 
okay? Where you be silent, all humanity. Be silent. It doesn't matter what your credit score is. It doesn't matter what your GPA is. It doesn't matter all the accolades you want to put before or after your name. All humanity be silent. Why? Because in our silence in prayer is an extension of our faith, us knowing that our Lord is springing into action. Mm, that's so good. All right. Mm-hmm. That he is going to do something about that wayward child and they're going to go back to church yes. and he is going to do something about the finances. And that, that, and that, and that action is where we're able to place our worry. That's say, I don't, good. I don't need to worry anymore. Why? Because my Jesus and the Holy Spirit, Jesus has sprung into action and the Holy Spirit is springing into action. That's right. And I am not having to worry if you want to understand what i mean by that it's because jesus has a finished work on the cross that's right it is finished all right and we live in that victory so i love doing the show today with you babe yeah thanks for having me all right well you guys have the great rest of your day we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the morning breath podcast if you did we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.